Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back and congratulations. If you're listening to this, you survived 2020. You should be damn proud of that because it was one hell of a year. But uh, poor us guys, stuck in trash hell. We're still stuck in 2020. So uh, listen and enjoy the first episode of 2021 because it's time for that time I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends. And actually most of them were trash, but some of them weren't. AKA, Reborn as a Trash Manga, Now I Wander the Dungeon, a.k.a. the Trash Manga Friends Podcast. It's a new year, but it's the same shtick. Three people talking about two volumes of one trash manga, discussing the good parts, the bad parts, and the trash parts, which is all of the parts. I am your forever host, Sean, and I am joined, as always, by the Duke and Count of Trash Manga, Phil and Mike. How are you both? Oh, which is which? There, you can choose. You can fight oh. over that. Damn it, I don't remember which one's better. Duke's <laughs> uh, better, I believe. Oh, I'm that one then. I am doing... Okay. I remember a few episodes ago, uh, there was a moment where it was like, how are you guys doing this week? And I said, oh, I'm great. I've got nothing to do right now. And I'm like sleeping all day. And like, oh, oh, sweet summer child. <laughs> I wish I could go back to those times. Now I'm I mean... Dude, give it a few weeks. <laughs> just dying all the time. So much shit to do. Hey, that thing comes still alive. <laughs> I think. It's manga like this that make me know I'm still alive. Or in hell. What of the other? I mean, in fairness, now I've done that intro, we all have to kind of survive to 2021, otherwise it gets kind of dark. Yeah, one of us <laughs> doesn't. Be, yeah. <laughs> ah, yes. His last words were talking about some shitty manga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a way to go! Oh, just truly <laughs> wanted it. He died how he lived, <laughs> screaming in agony, screaming and shitting himself. <laughs> you can't prove one of those things. I'm not screaming right now. Oh dear. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, as, as I mentioned, as we record this, it is still the hell year of 2020. Oh, uh, in fairness, this month hasn't been as bad sure. as, as 2020 months go. <laughs> yeah, final sprinklings of hope towards the end of the year. Hopefully it continues doing an uptick for that. Yeah. Apart from me dying in real life, I guess. I, please don't. But uh, yeah, Ho- hopefully a silver lining. But uh, you guys will already know. Let us know. How is 2021? <laughs> Is it from the future? I mean, I mean hope? We, we will also know by the time this is live, Sean. Stop ruining the continuity, Phil. Unless you're sending that message out to all the time travelers and asking them to tell us. Hey, I maintain that time travelers, if they. That maybe this is the best possible option. Maybe it could have been much worse. So, any time travelers out I there. I really don't want to think about that. This is <laughs> the best timeline. <laughs> yeah, and that's the sad part. Oh my god! Or the worst timeline, oh, the darkest timeline, if you will. It's fine. The it's, a, it's a message to our future selves. Like, it's not. Remember when that was a thing? World War Three, start of the year. That was a. Remember that? Hey, if there was thermonuclear war, trust me, nobody would be afraid of COVID. Right? <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> if anything, they'd be like, "You got COVID," and they're like, "Oh, lucky bastard!" <laughs> oh, you get to stay. Warm <laughs> with with your temperature. I don't know. <laughs> All right, banter's done. <laughs> Just gonna move. It's getting move. way too dark. 
I, yeah. Stay indoors, wear a mask, don't catch the COVID. Let's, let's move on from those dark times to uh, our series. And the good news, if you were feeling that we were getting a bit too happy after the last few episodes on like Apothecary and Hayate, good news, Phil has dragged us right back. I wasn't that mean. It's, I didn't it's... take the mean choice for this one. Right, that's reassuring. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so for this episode, we have covered, and I'm going to get this wrong, so I apologize in advance, Ori Dake Hireru Kakushi Dungeon Kasori Kitate Sekai Saikyu. I know I pronounced that one word wrong. AKA the hidden dungeon only I can enter, which is what we will be calling it from now on. It was originally a web novel, which started back in January 2017, uh, before becoming a light novel in August 2017, and then the manga adaptation we've read starting in May 2018. It is a rom-com fantasy with plenty of etchy elements. Uh, mm. It is written, both a light novel and a manga version, by Meguru Sato, and the art is by Tomoyuki Hino, who uh, also did an Odin Sphere manga, if you've ever played that video game that came out about five years ago or so. Uh, it's been licensed uh, by Seven Seas, so you can buy both the first volume of the manga and the light novel right now, and the volume twos of both will be coming out later this month. And speaking of coming out later this month, there's also going to be an anime adaptation. It will be streaming on Crunchyroll, and is being done by world-famous anime studio Okaruto Noburo, who has so far in their lifetime released one OVA for a hyperdimensional Neptunia game. So That tracks. Yeah, it, I... I don't know if you should have high hopes. I think they're doing a planetarian OVA as well. So, uh, I mean, hey, maybe, maybe they'll, maybe it'll be a great debut for them. Who knows? Exciting stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And speaking of exciting, Phil, why don't you tell us what this exciting manga was all about? Oh, sure. <laughs> our story follows our main character, Noru who is a baronet, the lowest rank of noble, so-called commoner noble, because the other nobles don't recognize it as such. And uh, he was unfortunately fired from his job as a librarian because a higher-ranking noble decided they wanted the position. Um, unfortunately, because his family isn't all that affluent, he decides he needs to get stronger so he can enter the Heroes Academy come an adventure and make big monies. But because he's so weak, he needs to find a way to get strong quick so he can complete the entrance exam. Fortunately, he has a mega great skill which lets him get the answer to just about anything at the cost of a crippling headache. And using it, he finds out that there is a hidden dungeon which, if he goes there, he will gain power. Uh, the power he needs to become stronger. And I, I think that's all I'll give you for our synopsis. I'm not, I'm not crazy certain the story ever really progresses past that synopsis, honestly. I, I mean, it, it sort of... The, I mean, what annoys me the most is there, Phil's mentioned a couple of prop threads that are there for the opening. <laughs> yep. That's about it. The librarian thing, he, there's never any resolution or movement on that or even that oh it was that character there's also some direct contradictions to how the plot evolves from that point as well <laughs> like they just seem to go back on themselves very quickly how so 
Well, one of the things that you mentioned in that synopsis was he wants to enter the Heroes Academy so he can get big and strong and make loads of money. Yeah. Cool. But in order to enter the Heroes Academy, he needs money. So yes. he goes at one point and joins an adventurer guild to get money to enter the Heroes Academy. Right, I see what you're saying, yeah. Why, why I, not I, stop yeah. at the Adventurous Guild? Yeah, yeah. just just do that. It seems to be working for you. I, sh I assume because there's a ranking system to the quests they get from the Adventurous Guild, so I assume it's like only if you're certified by the Hero Academy yeah, you can it, do. It, it, it might be a thing where, yeah, not just anyone can enter the guild, maybe, and you've got to be part of the Academy or graduated or something. Well, on maybe. that regard, then... Very early on, he's given this main character, whose name is Stupid. Uh, he not gets... right. <laughs> uh, what's, which what's isn't his a stupid name? Net. Yeah, who cares about that one? No, <laughs> I do. It's real dumb. Uh, potential Stargazia in the translation <laughs> we read. I don't know if that'll be what his license sure. name is. Sure, I can probably check that. Seven Seas have his name as Noir Stardia. <laughs> which is. Oh. Right. Worse, <laughs> but okay. So he starts this whole thing by using his super duper headache powers um, to find this dungeon, which supposedly nobody can enter. It's apart from him, because it, it needed a password to which get in, he which was a guesses pretty... first time. No, but the skill tells him. Oh, okay. His ability of any answer he wants. <laughs> yeah. Which is another thing you could build an entire series around, but it's just a thing. There is a lot of Eskai with pretty much that exact premise. Well, that's how that's how he gets this power. It's it's not really a dungeon per se, in the it traditional is. video game sense. It's it like, is. but from what I understood from the art, at least, it was like a corridor with a chamber. Uh, th there was more to that because we do find later on he's going through the dungeon and going down the levels but yes okay. the, key, the key part of it is like right at the entrance i guess yeah in the two volumes we read he essentially the second floor is where the event happens and then he goes on the third floor for a fight we see later right that's about all we've said at this point well on the first floor then like right near the entrance he finds a scantily clad chained up woman who is unconscious i guess but is also using telepathy I'm not sure what the deal she's with that is. She's not but... unconscious, I think. She's, she is a famous adventurer from 200 years ago Yep. who got trapped in the dungeon by some magic chains which she can't remove because they'll kill her if they get destroyed. She, the strongest ever hero, got caught by wibbly-wobbly bullshit. Yes, sure. And... She ha also has the ability to give people powers, I guess. Well, she she has she has the skill that she then passes on to the hero. So that's it's fine. very yada yadded along just to get the story moving. Um, and he she gives him this ability to well three abilities, three abilities to essentially do whatever he wants, like. Literally anything. Like ult the three different abilities, but ultimately he can form the universe to his will at the cost of some arbitrary invisible point system. And that kind of breaks everything immediately because you can't help but think, okay, 
why does he have any problems at all ever? Like, why is there any issues? Because his arbitrary points are limited, Mike. That's the whole point. Okay, but I'm going to throw a I want to wish for 100 wishes thing. Sure. You've got to work to get them 100 wishes (laughs) in that first wish. (laughs) Why don't you... Why doesn't he just create a potion of more LP, which is the the invisible points? Presumably that's something he can't do. I would assume the system would be like, the cost for that is infinite. Like, you're assuming this, though. You're assuming it. It's the... It's the logical first guess, which is why everyone says, I want to well, no, wish for 100 okay, wishes. So hang, hang on, let's, let's just take a step back for a moment. So he gets three skills from sure. um, this chained-up lady who is Olivia, this mm-hmm. famous adventurer, uh, which is the ability to create skills, edit skills, and transfer transfer skills. So he can essentially create skills and give them to other people or edit other people's skills or whatever. For, for the record, edit also includes delete. In this. Includes what, sorry? Oh, delete, delete, yeah. Delete, yeah. Um, and to use any of these, he has to use up something called LP, life points, I think they call it. Yeah, It's Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> sure. And one gains life points by experiencing life, by being greedy, eating... Let's let's put this in more um, concrete terms. One gains life points by sinning, essentially. (laughs) Sure. sure, Primarily lust-based. Yeah, that's the first example they give. The very first one is just a huge block capital letters, LUST. (laughs) It's like, okay. Because we haven't mentioned this yet. This is one horny, horny manga. It's sure, but it's like... Like everyone it's horny is on main, yes. Crazy horny in this. They are all DTF. Everyone is always trying to grope on each other, and everyone's like, no, oh, Mike, Mike, I Mike, guess we Mike, should do on. this then. Are you telling me when you see your bro in the street, you don't say hello by macking on him for like 10 minutes? <laughs> I mean, I do, but people Greek, arrest me bro. when I do Frankly, that. Frankly, society would be a lot better if it was like that. So. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> not, not, not okay, not in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you've got a choice between this or episode 14 where we did the Genji Monogatari thing, like, I'll take this universe, hands down. <laughs> this isn't well, yeah. rapey. This yeah, is at least in this universe, everyone's down for it. <laughs> Everyone is DTF. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone. <laughs> Except the main character. Like, no, nah, he's he's all right. He's kind of into it. Like, he's definitely I mean, he is, he, but well, definitely so, perv. So, we, I alluded to this a moment ago. So, he has a childhood friend, uh, Emma. Yep. Who oh, is one of the female leads. Yes. And she's saying she read in a book uh, can reduce the headaches he gets from his great uh, sage skill by kissing. So she's like, oh, yep. do you, do you want to try it out with me? Huh? Huh? Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't that be crazy? Like, if you just kissed, just like, wouldn't, just be crazy. Little, wouldn't, wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. And they do it so often. And he's just like, man, Emma's such a good friend. <laughs> like, mate. Mate. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> like, does, does she need to be naked holding up a giant sign saying, do me, for him to 
get the signal. Or I mean, that would help. <laughs> it would help. But... <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the it reason would, it would why... help for another reason we'll get to in a bit. But, well, yeah. yeah, but the, the reason why I am with Sean saying like he is into her is because he's like constantly perving on her as well. Like, he literally constantly. makes a routine where every morning they make out for 10 minutes. That's, my, that's so, so he can get LP, Sean. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't know that. Uh, I, she does at some point <laughs> off yeah. screen. Like He's constantly ogling her breasts because this is yet another manga that likes to remind you that boobs exist. Like, he really wants to hammer that point in. Like, hey, did you know boobs are a thing? Aren't they great? Like, I, I guess, yeah, but... I didn't need to be reminded so often. I mean, to remind you then, do you remember her character introduction? I do remember <laughs> her character introduction. It's the second time we've been introduced to a character like this. <laughs> Only the, the first panel, fell, you're slipping. The first <laughs> panel we get of her isn't even her face. It is her boobs jiggling up and down. Violently jiggling, I would say. Violently, yes. It's like caught in an anti-gravity field jiggling. I think the implication is she's running and probably I, I would say not wearing a bra if they're jiggling that much but... sure like i, I don't cheapest... have boobs i can't comment on the jiggle physics oh i do have boobs i can confirm <laughs> i mean it's a fantasy world who knows like maybe they didn't invent bras in that kind of saying but I, her choice of underwear aside it's like the frame itself is literally staring directly at the boobs like there's yes. nothing else in that frame there's not even a background in that frame. It's just, just boobs. Look, this manga, no this manga knows what it is. <laughs> yeah, very much so. What, what was the other manga that did that? Like, it was I think it was one of the other isekais we did. We've only done one other isekai. This isn't an isekai, Mike. And this isn't an isekai. Very important. Yeah, you're right. No, wait. It was the the one that was a wasn't it the one that was like crappy Romeo and Juliet? I forget the name of it. Like I put it oh, out of my mind. Oh, you're on about um a world. World's End. Oh, yes. The, yeah. Rise of a New World. Last Crusade. That's it. Whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. Like, it's probably one of our more, our more forgettable episodes, honestly, because the manga itself was so forgettable. Hey, now, it's get, it's getting. Okay, it won't be as this comes out, but at the time we're recording this, it's, it's getting more views now that the anime's un, in the swing. Is it poor, poor people. <laughs> I still need but, to watch it. <laughs> but yeah, it's. uh. I think they had a character introduction in that, which is exactly the same. Like, is this just a thing that I was yes. blissfully unaware of? Yes, the way you yes. introduce your female characters is just by focusing, laser no, no. The focusing. The way you introduce your chest. female characters with a large rack is by doing this. Right. Okay. If they're flat not... chest, then you wouldn't do it. Oh, that's not fun. That's that's just yeah. That that, that does nothing for anyone clearly. Now, now I, I feel the need to point out here, Mike. Okay. Sex sells. I I'm very aware of that fact. So is the author. <laughs> kind it's... of my point, yeah. <laughs> this this manga very much, I think it was Sean that said it, very much knows what it is. It is very much a excuse to have very edgy scenes. That, that's yes. all it is. Like they seem to shoehorn it into every single situation that they physically can. And it's uh, it's well, tiring. I, I mean, I have other problems. Like my problem with it is that it's on a fundamental level there is some potential legs to that premise because if you look at it in a more abstract way, he makes a deal with this 
very old mysterious adventurer to get these magical godlike powers and all he has to do is sin and it's like oh so he's making a deal with the devil <laughs> got it yeah. full-on chained up in a cave yeah <laughs> and they do mention at the same time as lust they're like also oh, you could essentially do gluttony by like eating really good steak yeah. Or greed, like material desires, like owning or selling, having like yeah, large piles of wealth. They, they explain it as experiencing life to the fullest. I think yes. there's something like that. And so a like couple they try of to times, get around it. They do, that does happen. Like he cooks like a giant monster he finds later on and gets a bunch of LP off that. When he uh, becomes first in his class test, he gets some LP off the pride off of that. But those are exceptions. It's almost always it's lust, almost lust, always lust. the horny. Yeah, and the rules are so fast and loose anyway. Yeah, it's... nothing is defined. Like it's not our oh, gropes worth 150 points. It's like <laughs> nah, it's just you get a bunch some of something off of something. You 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 get the points required for the scene. Yeah, there is so so much of that. There's so much of this thing conveniently happened for you. Move along. <laughs> nothing to see here. Because they're so undefined, you then get situations later on where it's like, oh, you'll need, if you want to do this really high level skill, that'll need like 8,000, 10,000 LP. And they're all like, oh, how, how can we do it? And the, the way they do it is dumb as fuck. But in my head, I'm just like, just bang her. <laughs> yeah. She's clearly if, down for it. You've got a harm at this point. Yes, but he's oblivious AF. <laughs> Which I don't know why, because he's constantly perving on people. Like, he clearly wants it. Things, I don't understand how he's so oblivious, other than the fact that the other's like, no, no, we can't have him banging anyone yet. That would be crazy. Yeah, shitty writing. They, that, they are ve very clearly, like, all the female characters that are introduced are down to fuck. Absolutely, like, yeah. All Even the ones him. that don't like him are supposedly don't like him yeah every single one of them wants the d and every he's like no no i am i am content with just well no because he even asks them to do like act like when he asks emma to like oh can i nibble on your ear for like <laughs> yeah. a minute to help you get the skill you need and it's like so he's clearly doesn't mind asking them for these things it's just like just just fuck! <laughs> I've never seen somebody blue balls themselves so hard. <laughs> I don't understand it. And the only thing I can assume is, not even from a character perspective, from a writing perspective, they really wanted to draw porn, but they weren't allowed to. So this is their well, way no, of this edging sounds better. themselves. This actually sounds better, because obviously if it's porn, then you've yeah, got to deal with the plus restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in this one, you can just appeal to every horny teen who looks at an elf of an elf female and goes, oh yeah, sure. maybe. Also, yep. generally, it's the other way around as well, Mike. Most porn artists want to do not porn. Yeah, that's, I get that. Like, I'm pretty sure the Food Wars author may has made most of their money off Food Wars rather than the porn yep. they drew before Food Wars. Yeah, that's fair. Like, that, that, that is... The it's dream, absolutely a thing, yeah. Like I know artists in real life who draw porn, and they generally wish they could stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, I get it. Mostly because when you start to draw porn, not like film it, like with real people, but like draw it, that's when the real depraved shit comes out. Because <laughs> like people are like, oh, this thing can't exist in real life. It's my hyper specific fetish. That I want to see come to life, and I will pay money for it. I was gonna it. say, like, here's a hundred dollars, please. Oh, it's way more than that, man. Oh, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's way yeah. more. And that's, yeah. So I get it. From some of the horror stories I've heard. <laughs> so I get the desire to not draw porn. Ugh, this shit just, it really does go all the way up to the mark as well. It never shows nudity in it. No. Ever. But it does have all the porno logic you could possibly cram into it. It's like there's this point when his uh, main character is signing up to the Hero Guild, which once, not the Hero Guild, the Adventurers Guild, which once again completely eliminates the point of him going to school in the first place, but whatever. Uh, he signing up to that and he has to write down what his skills are on the application form, for lack of a better term. And the one of the main female characters shows up at this point, and that's the receptionist uh, for this. Lola, yeah. Yeah receptionist for this adventurer's guild and she says no no you're lying you can't possibly have those skills only the founder of this very adventurer's guild another convenient coincidence had no. those skills no yeah. not quite it's not, quite. not the founder of the guild because they mentioned there's a guild rivalry oh okay something that never gets looked into but... oh okay uh, sure. later on i think for what it's worth but not in what we read point is they said nobody could have these skills yeah she's like only the great Olivia from years past had those. People lie about this all the time. Yeah, people come around and say they've got this all the time. And you need to put your hand on this truth or lies book and say that you've got these things and it will tell you if if they're lying, if you're lying. And I am so confident. This is the thing. This is the porno logic part of I'm so confident that you're lying. When it's proved that you are, that you're, if you prove that you're telling the truth, I will lift my skirt for you. It's like, why? <laughs> and then, of course, he's telling the truth, and they do the whole very reluctant, like, oh, no, I don't want to do this, making it kind of creepy thing of showing, very slowly revealing her underwear. It's like, oh, <laughs> this is I, icky. <laughs> I would comment on that if it wasn't for the fact, like, two pages later, she is basically in his harem. Yes, Pretty very much. much so. Like, this doesn't take away from the whole fact that she is also one of the great many people who are DTF in this. Like, yeah, she, like, yeah. she essentially, after that, goes, wait a minute, he's got god-tier skills, I'm gonna ally myself with him, and yeah. also, oh, he's pretty cute, so why not? I'll bang him. I think the only thing that made me lose interest in this whole thing is the fact that this guy does have god-tier skills. Like he has these three individual skills, but they could you could do anything you want with them. They they lie and pull these limitations out of their ass frequently. Like there's one part where it's like this person has a curse, and if you want to have heal a curse, then you have to shorten your lifespan. It's like oh, I was never mentioned until now, but okay, cool. No, that was that. That's something different. You're thinking of there. Oh, so okay. You've you've mixed so, two plot yeah. lines into one there. Oh oh, there's multiple plots in this. Goddamn. It's, it's the same plot line, it's different characters. Yeah, his first solution is, well, I'll remove it. That's too high a cost. So then he go, but then he hears about, oh, there's this other girl who like naturally kind of cures people because she's part elf and all that. So he right, goes to her, that, yeah. looks at her ability, and her ability is, yeah, I can remove curses, but it does proportional part of my lifespan. Oh, okay, so that kind of makes, that makes my argument actually even better then. <laughs> he can do whatever the fuck he wants. All he's got to do is wait long enough like the only real limitation he has is time because which is the, which is yes. the plot point of that one he's against the clock in that one no i okay in that particular instance fine 
but like in everything else, he could easily pull out anything he wants out of literal thin air, can pull whatever he wants out of it, out of his butt if he so wanted to, and he could just rule the world. The only limitation on it is he's got to sin enough to get the points to do it. It's it's even weirder because like the manga because like that story in particular highlights that essentially one of the plot points is to get around him, like essentially like to make so he can't just create anything. So he needs like astronomical amounts of LP. They kind of make it like about the min max scene and figuring out how to edit things and tweak yeah. them instead of just straight up removing things. But when we have no context for what an LP is worth or why one thing costs ten thousand and one costs four thousand, it's just wibbly wobbly nonsense yes the closest min max in a system we don't know (laughs) the closest thing we get to a scale is he starts with like 300 and then very quickly jumps from three to 550 and then after that he jumps again to a thousand and something next time you hear about it so there really is no actual scale on it because the numbers are very much like dragon ball z power levels it's just it's irrelevant like these are just numbers for the sake of having numbers, so it has the illusion of scale. So yeah, the only I maintain the only limitation on his abilities is time. Uh, he Pretty can much. just do whatever he yeah. wants if he just is patient enough. I, I would agree with that. Or Mike, or if he needs LP in a hurry, he can enter a harem abuse contest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. What oh, the fuck? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was up with that. It comes out of nowhere as well. Because I was like, oh, brilliant. He's thinking, like, if he needs LP in a hurry, just bang them. But no, no, instead, <laughs> we're going to go into a coliseum and compete against nine other people to have and a room of people berate us for maybe a chance at some money, or in his case, LP. Uh, okay, right. So I think I remember why they did this. It wasn't for the LP. It's so, we're talking about this, this girl with the curse. Mm-hmm. Find, yeah. uh, um, Saint Luna. No, she's not the one with the curse. Marie's the one with the curse who's, and who's going to die when she turns 16 in a week's time, we find out. Yeah. However, he finds uh, Luna, the saint, who can remove curses, but as we said earlier, it costs her lifespan to do so. But he figures out, wait, I can change it, so instead of losing her lifespan, she loses money instead. So now all we have to do is go win money. So they entered the harm abuse contest to try and win. Oh, I thought that was because they deliberately mentioned that he needs like 2,000 LP. So they entered that to get LP in a hurry. It might have been both. Could have been a little. Could have been. I mean, the price changes at one point, which I assume was translation error, because it starts off as 100,000 and at the end it's like his a million. It's like, wow. I, yeah. I do know that's a common thing that happens with um, translations, like numbers like that can sometimes be a bit confused. Yeah, after, after like, Tomodachi game, yeah, about when mention. I've learned to go, like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll let that slide, because it's probably just the translation thing. It's it, Yeah, it's down to how it's written in Japanese. It can be a bit confusing whether you need to add on a couple of extra zeros or not, is the thing. But, uh, yeah, and even stupider, they go into that stupid beratement contest. <laughs> None of them get berated. They're all nope. just like, oh, they're all gods, clearly. Perfection. Yep. It's even though they were in front of the harem destroyers, I believe they were called. <laughs> yes. 
which is this group of like masked men i assume sad single lonely people <laughs> masked incels is what i'm gonna you go will never know the touch of a woman <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> i'm laughing because the only other option is sadness <sighs> i mean it's it's it's, it's, a, it's fantasy twitch it's that's what it is <laughs> is it really <laughs> It is pointless, as a great deal of this is pointless. I, I found it very, very easy to to just skip a bunch of this. And I don't mean skip it, like I did read it, but it was very much a lot of it was like, oh, that's not important, I'll keep, I'll keep reading. Oh, that's not important, I'll keep reading. Like a whole lot of it. And I, right before we did this, I flicked through the pages just to make sure I didn't miss anything, mostly because I was sitting here thinking, I must have missed a plot somewhere. No, <laughs> no, you don't. This is yet another example where not a lot happens in the first two volumes. Uh, I feel like the only real draw to this is people who want to see edgy stuff, because it's quite a lot of that, and people who are happy with just moving the plot along a bit just so they can get to the next uh, absurdist harem edgy thing. I don't know I would say nothing happens. I feel like there is a steady pace and progression. It's just because there's no real stakes. Because early on, so I mentioned earlier, the third floor of the dungeon. So one of the um, things to get into the hero school is they need to submit like a rare material, as it were. And the top 50% of teams su who submit like better materials go for it, which is fine. And then because of the whole class system, which we'll probably get into in a bit, a lot of the richer kids just go to the market and just buy a rare material, and there you go. Mm. Uh, our, our beloved hero um, goes to the third floor of his hidden dungeon and fights death. Yep, and the Grim Reaper. Beat, yeah. Grim Reaper yeah. Beats death in a toughish battle, sure, but beats beats the Grim Reaper who has an instant kill ability. Yeah, you say a toughish battle. I think he does two abilities. Yeah, yeah. like it's, it's yeah. A tough about as hard as a fight gets in that. Sure. Well, yeah. going to be bad. Just to put some numbers on it, I believe at that point in time it's mentioned he's like level twenty because there's levels like in this Ish, world. Yeah, yeah. There's levels, but they mean nothing. But... Uh, yes, the, the levels are largely irrelevant, other than a very vague sense of strength. Yeah. Strength, I guess. And they are Reaper... literally DBZ yeah. power levels, as my yeah. Opinion. And this Grim Reaper is level ninety-nine, which in pretty much any world you would expect well that's just a fucking dumb matchup yeah Except that, it wasn't even that that got me it's like it's like here's his ability if his side hits you you die i mean, i have no problem with that that's a pretty I, common thing for i have a problem with it from a storytelling perspective because it's at that point fail <laughs> yeah at that yeah. point you're like oh so he's gonna win well no don't don't get me wrong i think the point of using that particular monster there is stupid but the monster itself, I have no problem with it having a instant kill ability. Sure. Okay. I don't I don't have a problem. Like Sword Art Online doesn't open with that. Put it like that. Yeah, they, no. they kill boars. I'm, I'm not Sword disputing Online. that. So it's like as soon as he beats it, I'm like that he'll never have a problem in combat. Got it. But, although He's I appreciate I appreciate your example being Sword Art Online uh, when they use a death monster. Well, well, they considering do, but it's a lot better. The no, no, they use the death monster fucking all. Actually, no, wait. I'm thinking of a different one in Sword Art Online. The, de the death monsters, yeah, I'm not on about bloody. You, you're, not on the, you're not on about the one they fought off screen. Not Skull Reaper. 
No, not Skull Reaper. They I, I was referring to the ones that are in the super secret prestige dungeons yes. underground. No, and what, they never go like back to it again. Or something. They went back to uh, no, it's anyway. There's there's a hidden underground dungeon which has Grim Reaper in it, and fair enough in that case. No, there's there's also Skull Reaper, which me and Phil have fun yeah. memories of. Wait, wait, sorry, you have you have memories of him? It's like, oh no, we're all gonna die. Oh, he's dead. Well, yep. Because they fought him for a week off screen between episodes. <laughs> we need to review Sword Art Online at some point. Clearly, we have some shit to say. The thing is, though, it becomes do we do the anime, which we all clearly hate? Sure. Or, or do I we don't hate one of the, other... the anime. <laughs> Fucking hate it. Fucking <laughs> stupid. It just kept going and digging itself into a hole. You have three episodes of great stuff, and then you have. 10 episodes of filler, and then you just pretend the second half of the first season didn't happen. Yes. <laughs> because why the fuck didn't she just bend her fingers? <laughs> yeah, clearly we have some shit to say. Uh... Let's save it for a different episode. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll move on to a different tangent there at that point. So, like, the other thing here is, you'll notice we probably compare to a lot of isekais. This isn't technically an isekai. Nobody gets hit by a truck and reincarnated. There's nothing like that. But it's such a like, fa it's a fantasy setting with all these other, where there are other races in play. Everyone has levels and powers and skills. It might as well be an isekai because that's pretty much what they are. And it's yeah. yeah. If the point of the isekai is to get to this kind of world, this one just is an isekai with less steps. Yeah, it just skips the isekai bit and just goes, "Ah, oh, we'll just go straight to it." So I know your general point here is at what point do you differentiate between Iskai and fantasy? Oh, no, I get the differentiation is like yeah. one is you're reincarnated. The yeah, other I, no, I, I understand but... the very literal differentiation. But... Yeah, because isn't, doesn't the word Iskai literally mean like uh, other world or something? Yeah, new, new world, I believe. Yeah. No, Shinsekai is new world. I'm not sure what Iskai is. Uh, yeah, just like... Um... As I say, I understand your point is obviously you, you understand the literal difference between them. But it, it's where do you draw that actual line of saying, well, in, in this case, it is not an isekai by its very definition, but actually because most isekai fall into the trope of fantasy world, sort of medieval-esque setting, you've got an adventurous guild, you've got skills and levels kind of thing, and that probably covers... 95% of isekai then where at what point do you just call something an isekai even though it's not got the isekai portion of it and wh where do you say it's fantasy yeah yeah i i agree with sean like this is near as makes no difference because it has all the same tropes as an isekai it has single main male main character who has uh, no doubt has a harem who inexplicably gets stronger and stronger with actually very little effort. Um, he becomes a god within a short space of time, but doesn't actually use those powers for anything worthwhile or grandiose that you could possibly do, and just is focused on their own selfish goals for the most part. And, yeah, because yeah, there's... There are things you mechanics. could do because this does set up like one of the wor the world unfairness, as it were. In this one, is essentially that they're all on. So there's a nobility system in play here, where there's a whole bunch of nobles of different ranks, like dukes, counts, barons, etc. 
and they all look down on the next lowest rank, which is Baronet, which is what our um our lead boy Noro is. Yeah, they they refer they they refer to it as the commoners noble or something. I yeah, believe. The, yeah, the the fake noble essentially. Baronets are essentially people who have been recognised for their service to their country and the roy- and the royalty. So they've been given a title, but the uh, they don't essentially have the money or the fame or the land that goes with that. So the actual nobility looks at them and goes, oh, you're not, you're fake, you're not one of us. You're you know? not a noble. Pretty much. Hmm. So any kind of life situation, they're like, da, da, da. and this happens several times in the school where it's mostly, well, in fact, no, it is pretty much entirely populated by nobles. So none of them even want to hang out with the Noru. And they're like, no, go away. Trash. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, but at no point does it really, expl- like outside of maybe the friendships he has with a couple of other people beyond that, like Emma is a, is a baron and she doesn't give a shit. But obviously she's hit on by loads of people in the nobility because she's a real noble. And then later on, uh, Maria, who is the daughter of the Duke, which I think is the highest rank. And she's, friends with Noro because she saw him do something kind. She saw him change the size of the rock bullet skill, so she's like, oh, clearly he must have... Yeah, for arbitrary reasons, she was like, that proves you have edit, even though you could probably just create big rock bullet. Well, uh, I, I assume that the reasoning there is you can't do that. Yeah, it, but you can create anything, Phil. Yes, and, and it's, he's got the ability to create skills. Yeah, it's uh, also not something common. She's also not there in the background when that scene first happens. No, I was like, she's not. And don't get me wrong, there's plenty of problems with it, but I've no problem with her seeing that and going, oh, he's probably got the ability to edit things. Sure. But the, the, no point, really, outside of those two characters being friends with him is the nobility system even vaguely explored or tried to overcome. In no, it, it's purely there as a mouthpiece for saying this kid is the weakest among us. He's the lowest of the low, and gosh darn it, he's going to be our hero for the story. Because but, uh, yeah, but even better, because commoners just aren't in the story. Outside <laughs> of like one, one beggar orphan, child. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's no commoners yep. whatsoever. <laughs> it's 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 yeah. largely irrelevant. Yep. To be fair, the, I think the whole system in general is largely irrelevant to the setting. I think there is some. I think it does come up a few times in later parts we've not read, obviously, because we've only done two volumes. Yeah. Um, I think there's a whole thing where, like, Emma's got a prearranged marriage because of nobility reasons or something and uh, all that kind of crap. And In the section we read, the only thing that really comes up about it is, I think, and I'm not entirely sure on this, so I could be wrong, but I think... Only nobles of any variety get to go to hero school, I think. It's also prohibitively expensive. It's not that only nobles get to go, it's just that it's so prohibitively expensive, only nobles can afford it. 300,000 smackaroonies to get it. Ria, or whatever it was, the local currency. Yes, Gil. Yeah, sure. Buckaroonies. Largely (laughs) irrelevant. Yes. (laughs) Just a big number, which honestly is it's it's relevant because three hundred thousand yen is very different to three hundred thousand pounds. Yes, yes, it is. Generally, it's just a safe assumption that it's it, a lot. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of zeros. So they tell you money. it's a lot of zeros. Therefore, it's a lot of zeros. Oh yes, 
well, they straight up say only nobility can afford to go because it's 300,000 a month. And right, he's got right. to go work at the Adventurers Guild just to get that money is the point. Which I maintain completely eliminates the point of going to the school. Yes, but as we said earlier, it might just be you can only join the Adventurers Guild if you are part of the school or graduated. But, but Mike, he's already joined the Adventurers okay. Mike, by going to the school... By going to the school, he gets to be sat on by a teacher. Fuck yeah, that did happen. Like, that, that's yet another out-of-nowhere porno logic scene of, yep. like, oh, this woman's beautiful ass is currently crushing my head. Oh, It's ah. not even that. She just sits on him for a while, and I'm like, where's the kink in that? I hate, hate <laughs> like... <be> judging, man. <laughs> I gonna say, there's a whole protest in the UK over this, Sean, not that long ago. <laughs> what? Yes, there was. A couple of years ago, I think it was, Parliament was changing some laws to bring the um, some older laws up to date with the digital age. So in the UK, it is illegal for porn studios to record certain... Okay, so I remember this because like, pissing was the big one, if I remember. Uh, squirting, I think, rather than pissing. But oh, yeah, yeah, it was squirting, yeah. Because they were like, no, no, it's just pissing. Like I, I remember this as Theresa May at the time. Theresa May wants to stop you having weird porn. And yes. some of the stuff in the list wasn't even that weird. It was fairly no, tame. So, so the reason this comes up is because one of the things in the list was um, face sitting. So yeah. having... Sitting, someone sitting on your face. No, no, no. No, that's the thing. No, I get... It's not for me, but I get why some people like having... Eating ass. There you go. <laughs> I mean, sure, or just laying yeah, sure. and having someone sit on their face. She doesn't do that for most of it. She just sat on his yes, chest. She does sit on his chest. Yes, that is kind of it's weird. It's like, where the, where's the kink there? I, again, oh, hey, I, I hate judging. can't <laughs> breathe. Oh, well, okay, that is also... Uh, whatever. <laughs> she'll just sit yeah. on his face for like a couple of pounds. She's like, there you go. Yeah, yeah, sure. I get why that's the kink. So, to be fair, the part that gets me about that whole scene is actually like, as soon as she gets up and walks off, all the obviously in the background, you've got all the guys being like, Oh man, I'm so jealous he gets this reward. <laughs> it is a reward, to be clear, uh, in, up, yep. in the air uh, quote plot because he achieves something she sets and says he'll get a reward if he does. And then when she gets up and walks off, the guy's like, Oh man, how did her ass smell? <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Smelled like ass. <laughs> it's like, guys, guys, there's, there's horny and then there's whatever the fuck that is. That's... Just watch porn. <laughs> also, I would I like to point out... They don't have the internet in this universe. Okay, you know what they almost <laughs> certainly do have? Sex workers. <laughs> because it's the literally the oldest profession, as they say, and these people are rich beyond belief to be able to afford this school. Go... Buy yourself a woman. <laughs> if you're that horny, deal with it. God damn. But they want to know what the teacher's ass smells like, Mike. <laughs> right, yeah, that's... Oh, it's so much better. <laughs> so, so much of this is just weird and unnecessary. But again, I come back to the line of it's still better than 95% of the other things we've read like this because everyone's down for it like everyone's yep. totally on board everyone's down for it and i would say i feel and i might get some dick for this 
that at least all the girls get a chance to actually sort of define themselves and sort of have their moment in the spotlight. Like sure. Emma fights <laughs> off an enemy. Lola uses her skills to essentially like get him the right missions that will get him loads of money. Uh, the Luna, obviously, we see her healing a bunch of people before she even does Maria. So, yeah. they, they, as I say, it's not. Don't get me wrong; they're not like leading characters who are gonna make you go, "Ah, oh, screw Naro, I'm with this." Yeah, person. they are still harem members. Yeah, but I feel like compared to some isekai slash harem esque shows, that they, they at least get a chance in this one. I will say, from what I remember of late things, Emma does is involved in a lot of stuff generally. Well, she's actually fairly involved in the entirety of the plot um, for what we are given because she also follows main character man to uh, to the school. Well, she's literally like on multiple occasions. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm not just going to sit back and relax because I'm a baron. I'm I'm following you. I'm with you. I'm helping well, you. So yeah. uh, something we did actually in her character introduction, basically, we find out she also starts working at the library. And then when she finds out Nero was fired, she's like, oh, well, Fuck it, guess I'll follow you to the hero school then. Yeah. Yeah. Because she she DTF. Yeah. Yep. And she's not oh, like she's not outclassed. She can hold her own in combat. No. Yeah. I'm I'm not disputing that, but as, like, as as much as we are shitting on this, I, I will maintain it is better than a lot of the stuff we've read. For that sort of thing. While that really that's only indicative of where the bar is, though. <laughs> <laughs> like for a series that's so horny, it actually between the horniness. Yeah, it's weirdly respectful between the horny, with a few yeah. notably exceptional scenes. It's like uh, one I I'm gonna point out now is I believe it's Emma, the character we we're just talking about. She says at some point off the cuff that she her breasts are too large or something, and so he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna use my magical god powers to make them shrink." Because they're so heavy, Mike. Yeah, she was complaining her back hurt or something. Right, yep. And he was like, oh, it's probably because your boobs are big. Like, do, do you wish they were small? And she's like, ah, yeah, I guess. And he's like, done. Instantly. <laughs> and like, then he does it. And he then her, it, and her then, dress yeah, falls I... down because her boobs aren't holding it up anymore. And then, <laughs> and she's like, no, put them back. Like, all right, I'll put them back. And then puts them back to the size they were before, and she's like, yay, I'm happy, and starts jiggling them around everywhere. Fuck's sake. <sighs> like, women are not necessarily painted in the best light in this thing, but at the same time, they at least seem happy with what they're doing. I'd say they have agency. They have agency, yeah. They're not just there to be ogled. They choose to do everything they do. Is I guess that's better. <laughs> I, it feels weird complimenting this because it feels so grimy Ugh. I don't feel right complimenting this but they're choosing it so more power to them I guess I'm yeah. going to go ahead and assume that the, the author of this is male that's an assumption I mean I must admit I didn't double check but I'd be surprised if yeah, they weren't like, this very much feels like a, a power fantasy through and through like in in every regard like what if everyone just happened to be down to fuck and i also had magic powers that's a, that's a lot of things mike sure a doesn't lot. mean i'm not going to point it out here and um, uh, no i'm just saying like it's not necessarily the reason i mean hey be be happy at least uh the sister character's barely in this so you don't have that oh, oh when we do 
But when we do, oh, yep, there's yeah, this is yet another one where, okay, so everyone in this is DTF. That includes his very specifically mentioned blood related sister. Very specifically mentioned. Yep. She is also, I don't know if I go as far as DTF. Oh, but... she is DTF. <laughs> yes, we literally have scenes of her going, I don't want you to go to school because I don't want you to ever leave. And then you just literally in the next scene for the chapter opening, she's just clinging to his waist. Yeah, it's, it's, it goes too far. And he lap pillows her. So, <laughs> whichever way around you say. I mean, at least he doesn't take her up on the offer, I guess. He doesn't. Like, yeah. he is actively resisting it, I suppose. He, he is just like, no, you must say, so that's, that's, what? that's weird. <laughs> like, fair. But they couldn't help themselves. Like, whoever wrote this, they're like, ah, no, everyone needs to be attracted to this man. Everyone. I mean, good news, Mike, she's only a year younger, so probably at some point down the line, she's going to be more involved in the story. No good. <laughs> Especially as they make an off-the-cuff joke that she's the smartest in her class. Yeah, they do. They, they they set her up for, which is weird because you never really see setup in these sorts of things. But they do set her up to just be there later on. And knowing this kind of style of writing, there's going to be some weird sexual tension. And uh... gonna need to get them out quick. <laughs> we we could divert once again into a rant about Sword Art Online, but I'm gonna try not to. Oh, but they weren't blood related, Mike. They were. <laughs> Cousins, <laughs> but hey, if this guy, if he gets enough LP, he could make it so she's not his sister anymore. There I don't go. think he can do that. Well, why not? He can do everything else. He can no, he can do stuff with skills. He can't. Yeah, why not? At, at no point is it ever established he can. Why can't he have a genetic editing skill? <laughs> because like, presumably. It would cost you know? an insane amount of LP. But he would do it because he's got to fuck that sister. I, I feel maybe. at that point, just fuck her anyway. <laughs> you know what? This is just incest with extra I feel steps. at the point when he can edit genetics, he's God. He's actually God. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He is. We've he never hasn't really quite got there yet. He's on, the pro- he's on the road. Ugh. Like, he's not as strong as Olivia was yet, for example. Yet. It's the only limitation is time. Like you can literally do anything. We we have not been given... I thought at one point that we were given a straight-up limitation on it, where if he removed that curse, he would le- lessen his lifespan. But then, through discussions with you guys, I realized that's not the case. So th- he really is given no limitations. Well, the limitation is if it zeroes out, he dies. I was about to say, one thing we actually hadn't mentioned at this point is the fact if he hits zero LP, he dies. Sure. But so he, he can does have to keep some in reserve, as it were. But he can just get it back by doing basically anything. So you know what? Why doesn't he just cast spells, like fling spells left and right, wherever he wants to do, while just actively whacking off? Actively jerk off everywhere and just be like throwing spells out. His LP we constantly going up. It's a dangerous assumption, that Mike. <laughs> the thing is, I'm given no evidence that wouldn't work. So, to be fair, it's a very off-the-cuff comment at one point. But at one point, he does ask his god-tier sage skill, like, what's the fastest way I can get LP, I think? Mm-hmm. And the skill's like, oh, well, if you just lined up a bunch of girls and just, like, groped them you'd get 2000 lp i don't get that because that's what it comes up with but then i mean olivia has her own method which is essentially um 
have Emma be a dominatrix. Yeah, that but then obviously yeah. we as the readers are just like, I've got a better one. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I think that's what Olivia was saying as well. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that's what everyone says in this thing. It's like, Considering why Emma is holding like the, a, pro- a prostate butt plug. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Why? Why isn't this porn? <laughs> like, I know why it's not porn, but also why isn't it porn? It it's like it, it goes all the way up to the line, but it never shows any actual nudity, and it's just the porno logic is insane and constant. And then on to- around all of that, they've just got some plot which is largely irrelevant. Some world building that's largely irrelevant. And it's just porno logic after porno logic. Yeah, uh, pretty much. I mean, I know um, before we record, Phil, something we haven't talked about yet and that you wanted to talk about is uh, the art of this the series. The art is fucking weird in this as well. For sure. So I think you guys both found it weird, and I also found it weird, and it took me a little while to clock on to why I thought it was weird. Yeah. And it's because there's no shading in it. There's no shadows, there's no highlighting. It's all just flat greys. Yeah, and I didn't get that until you pointed it out. I don't think Sean did either. And it's it's so weird because like I wouldn't say the art style is lazy. Like, I wouldn't. I, it, it, I would actually. Okay, well that's fair. My opinion, at least, is that it's not lazy. Like you can tell who everyone is. There is backgrounds in some scene, which is like the the marker yeah. of a lazy artist. Like there is some effort put into this, but they. I mean, there's some great facial expressions later on as well. Yeah, they just go like, crazy with it. It's like they just completely skipped a step. I I think generally the art is fine, as you say. Some great backgrounds. I don't have problems differentiating characters or anything. But because of the lack of highlights and shadows, when you look at like certain people's clothes, you just end up with a big block of black. Yeah, sure. And it's like I I don't understand how their clothing is. Like, uh, no, frequently walks around in pretty much all black. I say all black. He's he's wearing like black trousers and a black jacket with a white shirt and whatnot. But like, if you've got like a shot of his back or something, it's just like there is a vaguely person-shaped black patch. It is yeah another thing we could compare to Sword Art Online. <laughs> he's wearing the cloak of shadows. <laughs> I uh, when I saw him, I always thought he looked more like um. What's the character called? Um, I think it's Kazuya from uh, Konosuba. Konosuba, that's the one. That's uh, so that's the vibe I always got from. I I don't know, like I've not really seen much Konosuba myself, but it was it was weird though, because like there's these problems as well, but also so the, you can tell who the characters are apart. I've got no problem with that, but they're all very basic character yeah. designs. Like there's no. And I'm, I'm not sure if that's a complaint or not, because it's nice to have a show where, I mean, heck, if you've seen the anime um, visuals for this, you'll know uh, the maid character, uh, Lola, has brown hair, same colour as mine. And it's like, wow, that's normal. The reception scale. <laughs> yeah, the, the maid receptionist, yeah, has brown hair. Yeah. And it's like, wow, this is all very normal, which is weird in anime and manga at this point. I'm used to extravagant nonsense character designs. and Well, Emma's Blonde, for example, I think. Yeah, um, but I mean, blonde's a natural hair colour. Yeah, that, that's my point, Sean. Oh, right, sorry. 
yeah, everyone just looks and the character designs is just very normal. Which isn't a complaint, but it's weird. Different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not used to that. The art in this is... Like, I'm, I'm just flicking back through some of the pages now while we're talking, and yeah, there is no shading in a lot of the panels. But yeah, I was also just flicking through. You do occasionally have a little bit. Yeah. But the standard in most panels is none. It's like they give shading to the backgrounds, but not to the people. So the people are like weirdly stood out in front of backgrounds with like in a, like a like they're a cardboard cutout in this world. Yeah. It's uh it 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 makes it I'm going to say unsettling to read. I don't know if that's the right word I'd use, but it, it makes it, it makes it very strange to look at. Well, it's also yeah. cuz I'm again, I could be wrong here cuz I've got no way of backing this up, but I'm pretty sure this is digital art based off I the character facial expressions. So. Yeah. That would not surprise me at all. Which, again, contributes to the unease. I think the vast majority of manga at this point is generally done digitally. Or at the very Could least, be. is finished digitally. Sure, that, that would make sense. I don't know, I just, when I read stuff like, like this one, for example, and then compare it to like, other, like stuff I've read in the past, like Bleach, I'm like, this is definitely giving off a different vibe. Yeah, but again, Bleach was done that long ago. It wouldn't have been digital. I, sure, but I don't feel like a lot of the stuff we, even the modern stuff we read on this, I don't often feel like I've gone, that's clearly digital. It's only really Hatter's stuff and this one that have struck me as being digital. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's not as prevalent as I might think, but... Well, to be clear, digital art is, there's nothing wrong with it. No. There's nothing wrong with it at all. No. It's just, uh, if you see this weirdly sort of Highlight and highlighted and standoutish style, where again the characters kind of just are outlined in bold and they look like they're they're just cardboard cutouts. It it's very distracting, and considering this thing wants to be all about them visuals, if you know what I'm saying, it's it's <laughs> all very very distracting to try and read it. I mean, hey, you can tell where the money went in the visuals. <laughs> It actually, I, I think I wrote this down. It just reminded me of like a quote. I think it was actually from Hot Fuzz, I think, because I was watching that last week, where it's like, I sat through hours of that bloody deal, and the kiss was the only convincing part. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> that sums yep. up this. <laughs> yeah, very much so, yeah. <laughs> yep, it's the only convincing acting in it, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that very much applies to this. And I don't like the feeling... I get when reading this because it's the feeling of you're reading something that was drawn with the guy's pants around his ankles. It's like, oh, like no. I once again am getting this horrifying feeling that I'm reading someone's whack off material, and it's like I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> like if you're gonna do that, at least tell me that outright. Like, oh, I know what I'm signing up for now. You know? I mean, it doesn't hide it. Yeah, <laughs> granted, it doesn't. If you track down the front cover for this thing, it sure as shit doesn't hide that's what it's about. I mean, to be fair, the, like, the first couple of pages don't hide it. Like We, yeah. we mentioned character introductions are pretty, for, for the female character, pretty blatant in telling you what it's about. Yep, uh, when we're introduced to the chained-up lady, which is a thing all on its own, uh, the first thing we see of her is not her face, but it is her ass. 
yeah, t- typically you see either boobs or ass. Yep, you see her outlined underwear through her sheer clothing, and it's like, ugh. Alright. But like, even the front cover of this, uh, the one I'm looking at, at least one of the volumes, I think it's actually the front cover of volume four, is just... It's the number four, give that away. It does, yeah. And it's a... I try to describe this. This is It is a woman with legs splayed in like a backwards kicking If you've seen the position. porno equivalent of someone doing like a high kick, it's that. <laughs> sure, yeah. And she's wearing skin-tight shorts, uh, knee-high s- uh, stockings, uh, sheer nylon-esque bra, and she's shushing the reader. <laughs> like, finger-to-mouth, to lips, shushing the reader. It's like, <laughs> why? <laughs> like, I get it. It's, it's very clearly advertising what it is. Did you not see the recent the art meme, the recent artist meme from Japanese artists where characters yeah. are just holding their essentially doing a split oh, no, but vertically with their leg? I have not seen that. Yeah, that was an art thing like a couple of weeks back. A couple <laughs> of weeks back as we were recording. <laughs> so yeah. Also the in in regards to the cover with the lady shushing you, that's actually because of the name of the manga. Oh, okay. Because it's a secret. Because it's a secret, yeah. <laughs> so if you look at the if you look at all the previous covers, all of them are doing that. It's still a sexualized thing. Like, no, no, we're oh, being no, naughty. I'm not it's disputing that. I'm just oh. saying, like, ugh, there is a reason they are shushing. <laughs> I've just seen that you've linked in our Discord. <laughs> the yes. the scene we were talking about earlier, like, was her ass soft? How was the smell after he got his face sat on for no fucking reason? Because it was a reward, Mike. Yeah, you it done was. Good. <laughs> You done good. So you get to sniff my ass. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a reward, but okay. I mean, it fits her personality. I what guess. personality? <laughs> the only thing we know about her at that time is she's one she of the likes teachers. Likes being in control, Mike. She the point. can stand on a sword that's stabbed into the ground. We know that about impressive. her. It's impressive. Sure, she has balance, I guess. But yeah. that's that's pretty much all we know. Oh, and she can. She's level two hundred something. Yeah, she can. She can ninja no jutsu whatever teleport. She she can backstep. Backstep, yeah. yeah. The most useful of moves in any Dark Souls game. <laughs> there's, a, there's a reason they're teaching that first at Hero Academy, Mike. <laughs> yeah. It, this whole like it really does feel like we've not discussed any plot in this because there isn't any really. It's not like last... jumping about on onto all the horny scenes, Mike. That's because that's all there is. I mean, d- d- go on, Phil, do it. I'll get. You've got. I'll give you two minutes. I want oh, you to go through time? the whole plot of the two volumes. You ready? The whole plot of the two volumes. In time two starts volumes. now. Okay, so our main lad, he uses this skill, finds out a hidden dungeon. He enters it, finds a chained up lady there who he discovers is the great adventurer from 200 years ago and uh, she gives him the skills to help him get stronger so he can complete the test to enter the hero's academy which he needs so he can earn money to not be a massive leech to his parents all his life he takes skills becomes stronger enters the hero's academy However, because the exorbitant costs he has to enter the adventurer's guild so he can earn money to pay the cost for the tuition fee for the hero school. However, while he's out and about with his friend Emma, after doing some adventuring, 
he uses a skill he has given himself to understand how his other skills work to look at someone and discover they are in fact cursed and are going to die when they turn 16, which we find out is in roughly a week's time. He then decides he has to help her because he is such a nice guy. So therefore, he tries to remove the curse, finds out he can't because he doesn't have enough points to do so. So instead, he hears about the saint who can remove curse, so he decides to go find her to try to get her to remove it. Discovers she can't do that because it eats up her lifespan to do so. So instead, he figures he can change her skills, so instead of eating up her lifespan, it eats up her money. So they go and enter the Harem Beauty Contest, which they end up winning, along with Emma and Lola, the receptionist, and win a whole bunch of money, and they go and remove the curse from the girl. Yeah. Yeah. So like 15 you've also... Also, you did, you did skip a few bits. But... Um, did he? <laughs> uh, the, 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 mission, the mission's where he got the money. And yeah, the guild but, stuff, basically. Uh, I did say I did say they did some adventuring. My point was that so much of what we're given in this is pure side dressing, and it's not even world building really. Um, the world building that you do get, and you do get some the world building you do get, is usually explained in one or two panels, and then the rest of it is just him doing the thing, and you can't help but notice or feel, at least I couldn't that um, everything is sort of artificially extended just to add as many chances for almost boobies as possible. And it really does feel like so much of this is devoted to side dressing and pointless shit. Like, I really did think when reading through this, like, oh, this is irrelevant. Cool. Oh, that's irrelevant. Cool. In that case, then, so what did you think of the last chapter, which kind of goes into Olivia's backstory a bit more? Yeah, the last chapter we're given is how Olivia gets there, like how she got there. And well, we, we already knew how she got there. It's more why she's teaching Nauru. Sure. And although there is a, I do have one problem with this, but sure. And I do think it is, it is a, an, an oasis in a desert of pointless shit. Um, because she does g take some effort to discuss her motivations. Like, we actually get thoughts and feelings and uh, actual desires, not beyond the horn, of, like, why a person wants to do a thing they want to do. And that's it's refreshing. It's actual character building, and it's way more than we get for the rest of this. If more of it was this, I would be happier with it. But it's not. <laughs> it's like they took out all the character building parts for everyone else and just replaced it with Horn. And there is it. It's not a coincidence that the backstory parts we get for Olivia are the least horny parts of the whole story. Not to say there's none, but it's the least horny parts. My issue with it is none of the character building stuff. It's none of the art, even because the art actually weirdly takes a step up in that in that chapter. But. Uh, my issue with it is the logic behind it. Because as soon as you move away from the idiotic, horny, porno logic, you have to start putting actual logic involved. And the actual logic does not stand up to snuff. Because she reveals that the only reason she's trapped where she is is because she didn't have enough LP to escape. Okay, sure. They never discuss her LP value. So. No, they do. It's one, there's one, I, unless I 
vastly misinterpreted it. She says the reason why she's trapped where she is because she doesn't have enough LP to escape. I feel like there's like a frame where she says that. Unless uh, I'm wrong. I don't recall that. I, I don't recall that. I just remembered that uh, she can't destroy the chains because she'll die if she does that. Sure. Because the, the chains are cursed, basically. Yeah, it just the whole idea of those chains is never. Oh, don't get me wrong. The chains are nonsense. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll give you. And that. I'm assuming a future plot point will be him, the hero boy, going. I want to get the LP to free you. I, I assume the probably the end game is freeing her. Yeah. If maybe a little before the end game, but it it'll be a good chunk of the way in before she returns, so to speak. Yeah, like we we do see her every so often as Nero goes there and talks to her and learns about his skills and how to use them. But yeah, essentially, she in this chapter it's revealed that so obviously she was two hundred years ago the top hero, kind of very lackadaisical about it because you know when you're that much stronger than everyone, who gives a fuck? Hmm. We do see her in like indulging her desires, so she's often drinking or eating, getting her points that way, as it were. Yeah. But uh, yeah. then one poor little boy who idolizes her, it basically begs her repeatedly to become her apprentice. She consistently refuses, but because it just keeps on going and going and going, eventually ends up in the point where she kind of just ends up talking with him and giving him hints on how to fight monsters and such. Uh, this goes on, but then one day when she's at the bar, the barman's like, oh, are you not going to go see him? Send him off. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter. You're not related or anything, but uh, hmm. he's dead. And yeah, you learn that he died fighting a monster to defend some other girl who was in danger. And yeah, she kind of essentially at that point resolves that if she ever takes on another apprentice, she'll actually take an interest in them and like make sure that they don't fuck up hmm. like this guy did. Hence why. And there's also some bit about um, Noru kind of reminds her of her because of the voice or some such like that which obviously you can't really communicate through a manga. There is some minor physical resemblance as well. Wow. Yeah, there's minor physical. But essentially that's why she's also, and that, and also the fact that Noah's like the first person she's seen in 200 years. Yep. So she's yep. like yeah, I'll, I'm gonna actually give my skills to this one will transfer them and help them to be the best they can be. Yeah, like it's it's more motivation you get from anyone else the only other motivation you get from any other character is uh i need money which is a terrible motivation when you consider within the first couple of chapters he happens into a bunch of money which he has to spend but he doesn't is the thing like he's constantly like a million times he he is constantly getting money from all sides and that's 100 percent of his motivation Apart from the horn. He's getting money from the Adventurous Guild, which he has to spend on the Heroes Academy. I disagree. I don't think it's ever mentioned that you need to be in the Heroes Academy or graduate to be in the Adventurous Guild. He just sort of does it. I think they. it is like in one panel. They say only people who have gone to the Heroes Academy can become adventurers. God, that's another real problem with uh, with these kinds of mangas that we read. It's just like... Plot crucial logic, not information as such, but just I, logic is just thrown away. Like I, if I missed it, I'm fine, but God, but Mike, you've complained in the past when we've done series that have done a lot of world building. You're like, who cares? That's because there's a line. 
I, I feel like this is one of those things where if it was just literally one panel, I'm okay with that. It doesn't need exploring more than that. It's like, okay, you have to go to this academy to become an adventurer. Got it. I don't need more explanation than that. You know what? Fine. You're probably right. I just, I've got a very negative lean towards this because the whole thing felt pointless. So it's, it's not surprising that I yeah. felt like robbed. I feel robbed because I got something wrong. That's fine. Although I do have vindication that I found the very panel that yes, I was right about. <laughs> I was right. You did. She Bad. didn't have enough LP sure. to escape. I knew it. So which which ratifies my point, I was going to say earlier, of uh, why doesn't she just, well, she's trapped there. Why doesn't she just figure out a way to escape? It does also prove that there's probably no infinite LP generation system if she's not cracked that. Sure. Well, I think that's sort of the implication anyway, because I think I feel like there was something at some point where they sort of talk about, well, can't you just do this kind of thing every day? And it's like, yeah, but if you just do it every day, it's just not as exciting, so your points don't go up as much, kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah, right, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if that comes up in two volumes, but I did assume there'd be some kind of like diminishing returns. Diminishing returns, that's the phrase I'm after. Yeah. Like the idea is you need new experiences, I think. Fresh stimulation. Is this yeah. yet another manga where we're just breeding a psychopath then? Because presumably. Hey, at this point, he's relatively well adjusted. Yeah, at this point, we're breeding one. We're not there yet because, <laughs> because like, presumably, if he gets diminishing returns from all this normal shit, he's going to have to start. He's going to exhaust oh, eventually see. all of the normal shit and start going for the abnormal shit. And then eventually he's going to exhaust all the abnormal and he's going to have to go for the extremely abnormal. Nah, he's, he's a teenager. He'll just be horny. That just means he has time to develop. <laughs> Psychotic tendencies develop in adolescence. So we, we, uh, you did sort of talk about like infinite generation there, Sean. Yes. It's not, not quite the same, but it is something you mentioned. I missed out on my explanation. No shit. Olivia did tell him a great way to rack up the LP, as it were, which was to give him the skill Lucky Pervert. Yeah, I didn't really get that, because they Neither like I. did that, and I couldn't tell if like she was giving him the skill, no, he, or he, he played he skill it. lottery. Or... He, okay. he created it on himself, I think was the point. Yeah, right. also the idea of a Lucky Pervert thing, which I've seen before, the, which is the trope, yeah. They just happen to walk in on people changing a lot and shit like that. Such yeah. misfortune. Like, oh. Well, no, it's, it's fortune, I think, is sort of the point. Yeah. Sure, but you play it as, oh, no, I fell onto your breast. Yes, that, that is the point. Like, if you can just do that, why can't you make an LP potion? That's what I'm saying. Because an LP potion isn't a skill, Mike. Yeah, but you could have the skill of create LP potion. Because maybe there is no such thing as an LP potion. He very quickly goes, I need to turn this down. He does, <laughs> when yes. everything around him is essentially becoming perverted. And he's like, no, no, I can't be horny this much on me. <laughs> I can't be that I got horny. shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, I've, got, I've still got to do things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, time to close the porn. <laughs> the point is, he does do that to sort of, I'm going to say, naturally generate LP. <laughs> that natural male enhancement, yes. Just you know, you know, grinding out some LP. You're grinding for sure, yeah. No, not yet. No, there's no grinding, Mike. That's the problem. Everyone's <laughs> DTF, and he's not grinding. 
Well, apparently, if he just gives into that, then maybe he won't be able to generate LP anymore. Like, nah, I've already fucked you. you like, it's diminishing returns. It, it's not super clear on that, but it I think the point is, is once, once it's it becomes... It's not super clear on anything. I feel not. that's the problem. The point is, once something becomes routine, you, you're just not getting as much out of it. Whereas if, you, if it's something you just do occasionally, you get more LP out of it. So, or it's a new experience. Like I say, when the abnormal becomes the routine, he's going to start murdering people. <laughs> he's going to start doing some fucked up shit just to get LP. Uh, you're assuming that. I am assuming, but it's the natural progression of this. I mean... Uh, the natural progression is just more loot. <laughs> more loot with more people. Maybe I'm more cynical than you guys. Presumably at some point he hits a point where he just has maybe no desire to get stronger immediately. Oh, that's sad. There'll probably come a chapter where he's like, oh no, I'm kind of done with lewdness now. And they're all like, no, and they're all trying to do crazy things, it's not working, and then some new girl will come along, and he'll be like, I found it again, my passion. <laughs> no. And there you go, that'll no. be how much that gets addressed. <laughs> I Honestly, I don't think this manga is smart enough to do that. <laughs> like, it's it's a very dumb story, it's a very dumb manga. Like, this requires... It's required zero brain power to read. Zero. There's no complex ideas at all. And anytime it goes near a complex idea, boops. Like we've got to re relieve that tension. I mean, unless anyone has anything else to say, I'll move us towards the conclusion. Please do. Cool. I slightly disagree with that, Mike, in that I feel this does have a few complex ideas that it could run with and then does everything in its power not to. <laughs> sure. Like it has the idea of essentially sinning for an LP currency, but yeah, that's just a vehicle for lewdness. Uh, every now and again, it references food from monsters, but it doesn't really look into that. Like, um, so was it Dungeon Meshi? You, yep, you said Dungeon last Meshi, time. Yeah. It doesn't really go down the same path like that one does. He has god tier powers to create and edit and transfer skills, but it's never really a massive part of it either. Mm -hmm. He has great sage which allows him to have this miraculous insight, and that's used like once or twice in the entire two volumes. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. It has so many like things you could build a story around and just doesn't <laughs> follow through on any of them. And that drives me up the wall, because I feel if it did take time to develop one of those, you could have a great series. Because otherwise, I don't mind, I don't mind the characters. Especially as considering all the girls are actually kind of down with it, and they're not—it's not rapey at any point. Mm -hmm. It has a few good visual shots, despite the overall weird art style. <sighs> if it's wanted to be good and not trashy, I feel like it could have done that. It had the potential. It just takes a hard right into being lewd trash, and it—that's clearly what it wants to be. So sure, but. Uh... I, yeah. I'm annoyed because it could have been more. Yeah, I, I, I very much agree with uh, most of what you said there. This thing knows what it is. Uh, it doesn't ever try to be anything other than that. And as a result of that, it comes out as not very good. Uh, the, all of the good ideas involved are set dressing for the lewd scenes. Um, and I really feel like you could take out all the actual plot that you are given and the thing would not be much shorter. Uh, like, there's just not a lot of plot in it. 
And however, I, just because this isn't abusive at all, there is a lot of ideas that don't run with, but it's not abusive. So it's probably it's definitely not the worst thing we've ever read. I would say oh. it's probably the best of the worst we've read. If that makes any sense. Somewhere well. in the middle. <laughs> Somewhere towards the upper end of the middle. Yeah. Because it's not boring. I wouldn't give I wouldn't say it was boring. I wouldn't say it wasn't funny. Because it's kind of funny sometimes with just how absurd the lewd scenes are sometimes. It's it's generally not that bad. Inoffensive, definitely, because mm. You know, no one's being forced to do anything here. It's it's just sort of there. It's it's yeah. It's it's Would a dumb read manga. It's Would readable. Read more, Would I read more? No, no, not at all. Uh, it's it's just sort of there, and it's it's not it's not worth it. I wouldn't buy it. Wouldn't read it. Just nah. It's not a horrible read. Maybe if you're into absurdist, edgy comedy maybe you'd read it but nah not for me not at all well speaking of people who are into absurdist actually comedy phil did obviously How you do dare you. <laughs> you do obviously you do read this i read a lot of things sure will you be buying it now that no. seven seas licensed it and will no. you be watching it on crunchyroll is it on crunchyroll it will be yeah, don't maybe. know if it is on this day but it will be this month <laughs> I, I don't know what Control's licensed for the next. They have. They've point. confirmed that they've got this. So, uh, I, I might give it a shot. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. It makes me use my Crunchyroll subscription, which I'm always <laughs> in fan of because I keep paying for it. Use it. <laughs> How far are you through uh, Fly Me to the Moon, Phil? At this point, uh, I'm up to date at the moment. Oh shit! Okay, fair enough. As as we record this, obviously. Um. And I am uh, re-watching Naruto with the intention of actually finishing it, being as I stopped watching when they were at filler at one point, because that's what I did. I just stopped watching for a while and then watching it in big batches. And I've never seen the end yet, so I'm currently making my way through the whole thing again. By the whole thing, you mean skipping filler? I, uh, yes, I'm, I'm skipping filler, obviously. So not the whole thing. God. But the point is I've started at Naruto episode one. I'm going all yeah. the way to the end of Shippuden. That's not the end, Phil. Uh, Boruto doesn't count. I wow, wow. Sorry, son, you don't count. <laughs> also, I've I've seen clips. It, it's just Naruto again. Yes. <laughs> like they, they they even have all the same characters there. It's just, yes. Nah. nah. It's very it, 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 there is no point in watching it at the moment. Maybe one day, but. Fair enough. But but back to this one then, Phil. Your thoughts on Hidden Dungeon? I, I am not buying it, no. I I, I have no particular qualms with it. I, I do not think it warrants purchasing myself. It is, it is not my bag, as it were. There are other fantasy genres, uh, fantasy genres, fantasy series, and isekai series that happen to be fantasy that I would much rather purchase. Such as uh, reincarnated as a slime, um, which has some similar elements, I guess. So he's it's got an like isekai, so yes. <laughs> well, for example, he's got the sage skill, for example. Yeah, and he actually uses it. He he uses it quite often, in fact. Uh, because why wouldn't you? Yeah, 
Why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you on this one. <laughs> it's actually a thing we didn't discuss, which I will briefly mention. We did say um, he didn't use the skill because it gives him a massive headache, but then partway through, he gives himself headache part resistance. Partway through, he gives himself headache resistance, but then yeah. later on, he uses it again. And they've just swept that under the rug because he just yeah. gets a headache again. Like, ah. uh, no, because then he also makes out with Emma and gets rid of it. God. Why does that. <laughs> Ah, like you lose this sense in, like, for everything one. else. No, I don't give a shit what Merlin says. <laughs> she read it in a book that if he makes out with her, because that would be crazy. Wouldn't that be crazy? They set up all the lootness they need after that point. Why you need that one as well? <laughs> I'm glad I mentioned it. Ah. <laughs> it's rare that we get uh. to break Sean. Usually it's me. Fucking. Oh, you want LP? Just line them all up and fucking. Ah. <laughs> yeah. That ah. would work. Line them up sure. and fuck them. It wouldn't be the. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Just line up and take a row of sailors. Are we done? Are you done, <laughs> Are Phil? done, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not buying it now. Great. Uh, I, I, might, I might watch an episode or two when it comes on Crunchyroll. I might watch all of it. I don't know. Yeah, if if you've listened to this and you're like, man, I want something new to fap to, then you can buy this through Seven Seas or read this through Seven Seas. Then my www.pornhub.com. Don't be silly, Phil. Nhentai.com. Ah, sorry, right. Get it right, jeez. But yeah, this is licensed by Seven Seas. As I mentioned at the start, volume one of both the light novel and the manga is out now, volume two late this month, and Crunchyroll have said they're going to be picking this up, so this will be on there at some point. Couldn't give you a date because we're recording this in November. But uh, i tell you what I can give you a date for. It's Mike's streams because they're happening air pretty much every evening. Mike, pretty where much. can they watch you? They can watch me at twitch.tv slash berserkra, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. Uh, for video game content mostly and also figure out when that happens on my twitter at twitter slash dot com slash at berserkra b-e-r-s-e-k-r-e-r again nailed it buddy yep first time first time every time yeah every time phil how about you what if they want to hang out with you they shouldn't there's a <laughs> pandemic going on there sure and is yeah, oh, oh yeah. my god sean <laughs> oh my god outrageous hey this comes out in 2021 maybe there's still a pandemic going on sure i know there's promise what with talks of a vaccine it ain't gonna change anything in january (laughs) sure (laughs) at phenaxian p-h-e-n-a-x-k-i-a-n yeah i am available at slazo king where i will no doubt uh probably be talking about christmas stuff and the PS5 and the Xbox Series X because I've been playing both of them for a bit. Uh, you can follow the podcast as a whole at Trash Manga Cast for daily tweets like promotions on the new episodes or me highlighting random mangas that Phil then gets mad at me for because they're future episodes apparently that I didn't know about. I, I, didn't, I didn't say definitely. I just said, you know. Just good stop giving away the material. <laughs> yeah. Stop, stop spoiling yourself, Sean. Maybe a hint at what future stuff's to come. Like, as I, as we record this in November, I may have dropped a hint at that point for what was a future episode, but is now 
like a month ago in the past. So uh, all, all I'm saying, if you were if you were bothered about the horny in this one, that that's a no go. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Phil, I am never bothered about the horny. Oh so, my! Oh, yeah, pretty much. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, bleh. What have I done? I've probably told What else? Oh, where can you listen to us? We're on all good podcasting services. So why not follow us on Spotify or give us a share? Or you can check us out, of course, on the other ones. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Google Play if you're in America, I think. Stitcher. Tune in if you want to listen to us on Alexa. Alexa, play Trash Manga, friends. <laughs> this doesn't work because it already is. But uh, hey, you can, you can do that as well. Uh, any uh, links to the uh, what we've been talking about, so the Seven Seas and the Crunchyroll stuff, should be in the show notes. Assuming Crunchyroll has like a link that I can post at this point in January. Who knows? I don't know what's going to happen in two months. Uh, but yeah, don't forget, as always, so yeah, rate, review, subscribe, etc., etc. You know the drill. Tell your friends. If they want to check out a new podcast for the new year, Trash Manga Friends. We've got a fun backlog of cool stuff that's been either turned into anime or really popular webtoons or pooper and wow <laughs> why, why the pause wow. <laughs> i know i went i wanted to do i wanted to do because you do rules of three and i wanted to do a third one and pooper's the one that's out as we record this so <laughs> also pooper is, is a thing to unto itself i feel but uh i feel like the fact you're highlighting that as well says something about that over all the other things we've reviewed i think it was that bad it's i <laughs> It's distinct. It sure it's, is. it's not the worst we've done, but uh, hey, well, we, that's for another time. Us to talk about the worst of the worst. For now, thank you for listening. Have a great 2021. Hopefully, it's as hopefully you're having fun. I'll find out in a couple of months when we make it there ourselves, and sure. we will see you for our next 2021 episode. Where Phil, what are we covering? Well, we're, we're gonna we're gonna go full on Iskai, except. This one has some sci-fi in it, just a, just a little bit. As we read, Trapped in a dating sim, the world of Atomic Games is tough for mobs. I hate it already. I, how horny will this one be, I wonder? <laughs> Not that horny dating... from what I remember. It's a dating sim. The horny is in its code. Oh, yes, but it's no. an Atomic dating sim. I mean, guys can be horny too. Guys, can't, I'm not disputing that. The point is more, you're not going to get as much. I'm, I'm going to retract that part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I vaguely remember this series. It's all coming oh, back no. to him now, and it will be all coming back to us in a fortnight. So we'll see you for the next episode. Take care, everybody. <laughs>